guys, welcome to Monday's show. Hope you had an awesome weekend. Morning studio. Morning. Hey, an update from Amy, because we had talked about on a show last week that your daughter wanted to audition for a high school play, and she was going to sing Genie in a Bottle from Christina Aguilera. Yes. And you were like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That song's kind of sexual. Yeah, kind of it is. <laughs> but now she's come to you and said what? Well, apparently there's a singing part and a dancing part, oh, two no. separate auditions. Okay, so... We settled on the singing part being she wanted to do the theme song for my Outway podcast because she knows it. So she's not going to do Christina Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle. Correct. Okay. She's now singing a song about positive body image, which I think is super cute. Love Good it. message. Perfect. Uh, she danced to, this has already been filmed. Oh. Yeah. Uh, hips Don't Lie by Shakira. And uh, you know that game, the video game, Just Dance or whatever with the Nintendo Switch, like where you have it in your hand? So there's a whole routine on the game. And so she just put the game on the TV so she could see it real big and then filmed herself. So it looks like she has this whole choreographed routine. That's smart. It's very smart, right? All her idea. So it looks really good, except for some of these moves. Well, it's a sexy song. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ray, so... Ray, play it. I want to hear the words just at the hook. Oh, don't tonight. I'm on tonight. My hips don't lie. I'm starting to feel you, boy. I'm starting to feel you, boy. Wow. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. I've never even heard that. No, <laughs> I know. Unless I'm purposefully listening, it's just a fun song. Right. <laughs> but then, and she's a really good dancer, and some of these moves, like, were... Which, when you're at home trying to win the video game, it's all good and fun. But when you realize she's filming herself to send it into school for an audition... I'm like, whoa, that backbend thing's a little, <laughs> a little, whoa, hey. Did she get the role? Um, well, we sent it off. And so there was an automatic reply, which I guess anybody that sent in an audition, they got a reply saying, hey, thanks for submitting. You know, because you did this, you have a guaranteed spot in the play. But so she can at least be a tree or a rock we're in the background. Saying, <laughs> yes, so I guess anybody that submitted, that's cool. You get a get a spot, but they said as we filter through audition tapes, we will let you know what roles have been assigned to who. <laughs> Lauren Elena was on our show, and she kind of brought up something similar. They, Mike D reminded me of this. She was talking about the talent portion of a beauty pageant that she participated in when she was eight years old. I don't think my mom realized what I was singing until I was on the stage singing it, but I sang Genie in a Bottle. She'd heard the song a million times, but then when her eight-year-old daughter right. was on the stage singing it, she was like, oh my gosh, my child should not be singing this song. <laughs> I'm a genie in a bottle, you gotta rub me the right way. <laughs> but to be fair, Lauren, I was, okay. te- I was a teenager though when that came out, and I didn't, I thought it was a genie too. I didn't associate it with... <laughs> I literally wore a genie outfit. <laughs> See, that's what I thought too. Isn't that funny? Yes. Let us know if she gets a good role. Yeah, I will. well, either way, it's good. Kay. No matter what she's doing, it's good, Bobby. I All the parts are good. <laughs> Yeah, they are. Like, it's an honor. Some are better than others. To just be in there. I'm proud of her for going after that it. That is great. Yep. She's about to start track, and she's going to be doing theater. I love that she went after it, but mm-hmm. I hope she gets a good role. Mm-hmm. Some roles are better than others. Okay, yeah. I stand by that statement. <laughs> I know, I know. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. I got you. We go five to one. Let's go. Number five. 
Amusement parks in California, including Disneyland, are on pace to finally open again sooner than expected. They can open April 1st with limited capacity. You know, also, a lot of people are getting the vaccine now, averaging over 2 million a day, which is pretty awesome. It's happening. We wondered if things will be back to normal this summer. The fact that they're announcing music festivals, movie theaters are starting to open up a little bit. Like, we're in a good place right now. I'm pretty pumped. Number four. A church in Oklahoma just bought up $3.8 million in medical debt and forgave all of it. So 1,327 people do not have to worry about bills anymore when it comes to hospital bills. Amazing. $3.8 million. That is fantastic. Number three. Florida deputies rescued a 73-year-old woman from a sinking car over the weekend, and their body cam videos recorded it. Here is audio of the rescue. Hey, sheriff's office. Climb out to the back right now. The door's open. Climb up. Help me get her out. Okay. Bravo 23 Central. We got the female out. The vehicle's all the way underwater. I got you first. That's cool, huh? Number two. Two police officers in New York saved a cat and a dog from a burning house on Friday. An 11-year-old boy and a 13-year-old boy were home alone. They got out safely. They told the officers about their pets as the home was on fire. The two cops ran in and saved the dog and saved the cat. That's awesome. Number one. A group of bikers in Sacramento found out that an 83-year-old veteran hadn't left the house in two years because he did not have a wheelchair ramp. So what do they do? They built him a wheelchair ramp. Nice. The biker showed up, and now the guy's out of his house. It's fantastic. That was the Good News Countdown. Lunchbox told us a few weeks back that he was starting to take some acting classes. You guys remember that? Yeah. <laughs> we haven't talked about it a lot since. So what's been the process so far, Lunchbox? Oh, man, it's been awesome. It's been so much fun. So what it is is the director will email you a script, and they, you have your assigned role, and then we get together on the assigned night of the week via Zoom, and we act out the you know the whole read like we did justified which is a tv show and you get your parts and man it's so fun some people dress up in costumes some don't you know she encourages you hey you know get into your role and you know whatever you need to do watch the episode beforehand so you kind of have an understanding what's going on it's been incredible so did you watch the episode that you're going to read here yes did you see the person playing your part i did see the person playing my part and i was like dang Maybe he kind of looks like me. Okay, so you think they cast you because of what you look like? Yeah, I think so. Do you want to hear a clip of him doing a table read? Of course. How much did you pay for this? Have you said that? Uh, Yeah, a few hundred dollars. Like more than two. For the whole class or per per month or what? No, no, no. It's like like for three months and I paid a few hundreds. Do you watch the other people and think, oh, I'm better than they are? Some of them. And then some of them, I'm like, oh, that was really good. That was really good. Okay, here is a clip of Lunchbox. And set me up. Set me up this clip here. So we are we are doing Justified, and I am Dickie Bennett, and you are going to hear my wife's voice because someone called in sick and she had to fill in last minute. So now your wife is part of the class. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> she's not always part of the class. Just that night. So you're going to be like, wow, she wants to be an actor too. She does not have any interest in being an actor. She just was a last minute fill in. They asked if anybody was around. I said, wife, get over here because if I'm going to be an actor, you got to help me. Okay, here we go. Dickie looks over from the TV, shaking his head. All that smoke, and you still can't just help yourself, huh? I'm under some serious stress here. Don't know why you're so calm. Beaten and Dickie's phone rings. He checks it, looks to Coover, a little confused. Who is it? Cutter. But the news said Cutter was dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the dumbest piece of cat on the face of the earth. Who the hell is this? 
I don't know what I just heard there. What's ha- what's happening? So what happened is there was a scene before that where a murder went, like a supposed murder went down. So this Dickie Bennett thinks he's in the clear, but Cutter survived, and Cutter's coming back to get him. <laughs> and what did your teacher tell you after that reading? Uh, she thought I did all right. She said there was room for improvement, you know, small roles. So they're what you didn't get to see a lot of my acting chops. But she said, you know, for a first try, you know, good job. She said I seemed a little nervous, but I didn't think I would seem nervous. Are you nervous when you're doing that? No. I mean, Cutter, I thought I nailed that. I've done a couple of acting things. It's not really in my bag, but I did. I had nine lines in a movie called Band Slam with Vanessa Hudgens uh, and uh, Phoebe from Friends. Probably the most pressure I've ever felt. I, I've done Nashville a couple times, but I did one a lot where I had actual lines with Raina James. Oh, yeah. Who's Connie Britton. Mm-hmm. And you talk about pressure on you. All the cameras are on you. You have, And all the other actors come in and just go, all right, just come do your job. They don't care that I've never done this before. They're not like, all right, but you can really do this. Like, focus. We have faith in you. It's just like, okay, you're an actor. Come and do it. And they're like, all right, here we go. Three, two, action. And it's like, uh-oh. And then she starts delivering her lines, and you're delivering lines back, and all the cameras. And I messed up, like, I think, the first time. They were like, cut. Oh, uh, oh they all oh, grunt. Oh. Cut. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, sure they didn't do that. that. Was, no. you, just, you felt like a total loser. <laughs> that's how you were receiving I'm sure what that's what happening. happened. No. Because I, I think I like stumbled on a word or something, and they're like, "Cut!" cut. Who is this guy? Uh, Where'd we get him? And then you feel like they're gonna usher you off set because you're so bad, and so then you feel even more pressure to do it the second time. In the end, I think it turned out okay. I think we did four or five takes. I think they need two or three just to have. But like, I remember Jake Owen came in. He was talking about acting, and he was like, "Yeah, you're in there with the greatest actors in the world, and they just expect you to show up and know how to do it, and they don't care that you're a first timer." Because if you agree to do it, you should be able to do it. Lunchbox, what's your goal with this? Man, I'm just hoping to get some spots on the big screen. That's what, I mean, the, the end goal is, you know, get some kind of roles and some speaking spots on TV, but got to start somewhere. My acting class is the first step, and I just got to build my way up. Because Jake Owen oh. said I sucked, and I got to get better. But what do you mean big spot? How are you going to get those jobs? Are you going to fly to Los Angeles on audition? Hey, if that's what I got to do, that's what I got to do. But, I mean... When we get there, I got to get, you know, you got to get an agent that gets you these acting gigs. And I mean, there's, there's a lot of in the process. There's a lot of in the process. Huh. <laughs> When's your next class? Uh, it'll be later this week or early next week. I got to look. And I think we're doing Parks and Rec. Also comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'm pretty, I'm built for the comedy. I don't know if I'm a good drama actor. Okay. All right. There he is. Our, our newest thespian, Lunchbox. To be or not to be. Okay. Action. Shakespeare. Thank you. (laughs) It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A little boy in New York is being called a hero because of what he's doing to help firefighters. His name is Blake Austin Hines. He's been shoveling fire hydrants out of the snow and also knocking the ice of them, which I never thought about. Because if they have to use them, they probably can't get to them. Oh, yeah. If there's a fire. And you know what? There are a lot of fires in the hardcore winter because people are heating things up. And so what he does is he shovels them, he knocks the ice of them. Well, a team of 30 firefighters were battling a blaze. They say it became intense very quickly, and when they needed access to the hydrant, the 11-year-old kid had already cleared it and made it ready for them. Oh, that's amazing. I just would never thought about that, the fire hydrants. The chief explains that if they didn't have access to that hydrant, they would have had to find another way and waste more time and probably would have lost more property or lives. Here is a clip of the Cortland Fire Department chief, Wayne Friedman, saying that his efforts made a difference. 
the one good thing that we had going for us was we never ran out of water. And that's all because of Blake, period. And, and his efforts, although he didn't realize it when he was shoveling the hydrant this winter and didn't think much of it, you know, it's all just a good thing to do. Uh, well, it proved itself. Pretty cool. That's what it's all about, Blake. Good job, buddy. That was Tell Me Something Good. Man, I appreciate you guys hanging out with us this morning. Just You could listen to anything in the whole world, and you're with us. And we appreciate that just so much. We get to pay our bills and eat our groceries because of you guys listening. So, so thank you. Let's see what's happening with everybody here in the room in our segment we call What's the Haps? Hey, what's the haps? Go around the room, quick check-in, life, the weekend. Amy, what's the haps? Well, it's official. My dad is 100% moving in. We called his assisted living place and put in our notice. They normally, I thought it was day-to-day payments there because, you know, People, I know, I know. you know, yeah. they're older. It's, yeah. a, it's a situation. So you pay oh. by the day. So I figured, okay, we'll give our notice and then we'll get him out of there and we'll save all this money, especially while he's in rehab. Uh, but no, you have to give 30 days notice if it's not a, a death situation. So, so you have to pay for another month? Well, yeah, but we got our 30 days in, but we're going to go ahead and be moving him out like soon. Like I'm looking for in some of his stuff I'm going to be putting up on like for sale that he's just not going to need anymore. He's got a really nice couch and TV. So I'm going to hit up Facebook Marketplace. So it's all becoming very real. What's the haps? Hey! Hey! What's the haps? I'll go. So Eller, our second dog, about six months old, but we put up this fence. It's a pretty nice fence in our yard. So she, we, we built a doggy door so the dogs can go in and out. And then we built this fence so they have this space. And it's probably 50 yards long, 30 yards wide. Pretty good area. The fence is probably up to my nipples. Right? High fence. She jumps out of it. Whoa. How? She's like a deer. This dog is not... And so we, we got this so she could just be outside and not have to worry about her running off or running out on the road. And now we put her out the other day and we're just like, all right, just chill outside for a little bit. She jumped over the fence, came back to the garage and was at the door like, hey, I'm here. Let me back in. <laughs> so what are you going to do? We don't know. Maybe she can be one of those Frisbee dogs, dude, for like halftime shows. Well, all that's great, but we're just trying to have her live a normal life. Oh, you could do like at jails how they put that like extra barbed wire that goes Coming like on slanted oh, God, on the that's inside. That's going to look real nice. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum security. Uh, I don't know. It's not one thing, it's another. Man. Like Stanley's rocking. He's starting to be a really good dog. And now we're trying to work on her. But they don't do well together. We've had two different people come over and be like, we don't know if they're ever going to be good together. Mm. But I have faith. I've just seen dogs that have come in. We had a lot of dogs growing up, even a lot of hunting dogs, that didn't get along and we made them get along. So I'm, I'm committed. We're committed here. So that's the big issue happening here. All right. Hey. Hey. What's the hat? Eddie? I sent you guys a picture. I want you to look at it real quick. This is last night. I'm watching this documentary about Neil Young playing the Ryman Theater here in Nashville or Ryman Auditorium in Nashville. And they're showing just people outside before the concert. Hey, I see this guy. He's got kind of fl- floppy hair, playing a harmonica and a guitar. Do you know who that is? Now, I'm not, I haven't confirmed this, but this documentary was from 2006. And I looked at Is this. Is that Chris Jansen? That's what I said. So I had to stop it and take a picture and say, oh my gosh. Is that Chris Jansen? Is Chris Jansen in a documentary? Bones. So, like so basically they just got the camera and said, all right, here's the big concert tonight. Let's sh- get a shot of all the people in line waiting to get in. And there's this kid right outside the door with a guitar harmonica just singing to the crowd. 
Like just what do you call that? Busting? Busking. Or busking. Yeah, busking. And then Did so, you send it to Chris and ask if it was him? I did. I got no response. Oh. Which is part of my WhatsApps. But but I did the math. So he's 34 now. Back then he would have been 19 years old. Yeah, he looks like a 19 year old. That looks like Chris Jansen. Hmm. Okay, well, I, we need to find out. Yes. All right. What's the haps? Hey! hey what's the haps? Lunchbox? I went to pick up food the other day, and I walk up to the bar, and I'm saying, hey, I'm here for pickup. And he's like, oh, you're not, your order's not ready. And I said, how's it going today? And he goes into this rant, and he goes, well, I mean, I can't believe people are buying into this media crap about vaccines. Oh. He, and I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, I haven't seen my mom in a year, and she said she won't see me unless I get vaccinated, but I don't believe in vaccines, so I don't know what to do. And you do. asked him, like, how do you feel about vaccines, right? No, <laughs> I was just there to pick up my food. But did you say, how's it going? Yes. Yeah, that's oh, a problem. Oh, get yeah. you every time. And it was so <laughs> awkward, so he goes on this whole rant about media and hyping it up and all this, and he was like, and do you believe it? And I was like, can you check and see if my order's ready again, man? <laughs> so awkward. All right. That's funny. That's what's the haves. Thank you very much. Hey, what's the haves? By the way, we have changed up our podcast for the time being where the post show is its own file in the same stream. So if you search for the Bobby Bone Show and check out the podcast. And Scuba Steve said it was 50-50 on people loving and hating it. I just don't see many people loving it. Heck, I hate it. To be honest. Morgan, what are you seeing over there? Oh, no. The B-Team page, Facebook, everything, people are not having it. They do not want anything to do with it being separated. So I think it's more like 95.5. People are going into my DMs going like, change this. Oh, I'm never listening to the show again. Oh. I'm like, I was forced to change it. Leave me alone. As requested by our listeners, we're bringing back one of their favorite segments. Wow. Hey, that, that needs to be updated. That's my, t- what, 13-year-old son right there, like, leading that. And he sounds so young. He's probably eight. That's there. crazy. One more time from the top. <laughs> so speaking of your 13-year-old, what's happening with him? All right, man, he's uh, loving streaming t- old TV shows because we have Hulu now. So he's watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which I think is so cool. So he likes it? He loves it. And it takes me back to, because that was like, what, middle school for us and getting home from after school and watching it. And he's just I, he's in the living room listening to it or watching it. I can hear it and be like, that's really cool. So I interviewed him about it. I wanted to know more. So lately you've been watching a little bit of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, interesting. I want to start with why you started watching that. I watch a lot of shows. What do you like <laughs> about Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? It's funny, like funnier than the ones that we have right now. Like a lot of those Disney Channel ones, they're not very good. Oh, so would you say like after watching an episode of uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, would you say something like, man, they just don't make shows like that anymore? No, I probably won't ever say that. (laughs) Is it weird seeing Will Smith like in movies now, but then seeing him that young back then? Yeah, he had like more energy than he does in the movies. Well, now now he's just old and like a dad and stuff. Yeah. So overall, what would you grade Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Like out of five Carltons? I don't know, four. Four Carltons out of five? Yeah. All right, sounds good. Fresh Prince was the coolest show when I was a kid. The coolest. Mm -hmm. Fresh Prince was the coolest Home Alone, or excuse me, Home Improvement I thought was the funniest, and Full House was like, overall, gave me a little bit of everything. Yeah, you learned from Full House. It was cool, it was fun, it made you feel good, it was wholesome, <laughs> so, that's uh, fun. Yeah. That's fun. What, what's he watch that on? Uh, I think something on Hulu. One, okay. of the, one of the Hulus has a flashback Maybe HBO channel. Max? Yeah, do you have HBO Max? No, I don't think so. Then maybe he's stealing it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, from one of his friends. All right, what else happened with your kids? So then Junior Junior, my seven-year-old, uh, he's been losing teeth lately, and uh, he got one knocked out, 
uh, the other morning, and he, Dad kind of freaked out a little bit. Okay. Because I, I was in charge of making sure that he did whatever he needed to do with the pillow so the Tooth Fairy would find it. Okay. Uh, and then the Tooth Fairy f- forgot, I guess. Oh, forgot to, to stop to, by the house. To stop by the house. Mm. And and I, I didn't know this, and a quick thinking in the morning, he wakes me up, he's like, hey, Tooth Fairy forgot. And I'm like... This is really early for you to wake up. Uh, crazy. Maybe maybe the tooth fairy comes later. So I was like, oh my gosh, what did the tooth? What's the tooth fairy thinking? So I get my phone really quick and I said, oh look, the tooth fairy sent me an email. Let's re- read. <laughs> let me read this out loud. Uh-uh. Uh, tooth fairy says, I would like to play a game with Junior Junior. I placed the money somewhere else. And then I so so he goes, well, where is it? I'm like, I don't know. You search that part of the house, and I'll search this part of the house, and then. I kind of figured out where the Tooth Fairy put the money, yeah. and then finally he found the money under Daddy's pillow. Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Crisis <laughs> resolved. Oh, How much money? Five bucks. Dang! Whoa. Five dollars because he it got knocked out during um, baseball practice. He was throwing catch with one of the boys. It was a low ball, and it popped up, and hit him in the face. I mean, the knocked tooth, his tooth out. So, so it looked. All the kids were like, "Whoa!" But re- in reality, it was about to come out. Yeah. But so one of the coaches goes, "Hey, that's uh, extra money for getting knocked out with a baseball." So, Tooth Fairy, of course, heard that. And your foster kids are good. Foster kids are great. Yes. And, and can, it, if I do, I recreate Eddie the Daddy theme with all them too. I think you should do a recreate with your two kids just to play them side by side, but then you do one with all four. Yeah, I love it. Okay, there he is. That's going to be interesting. Thank you, Eddie. (laughs) Because so many people are working from home, even a little bit, people are starting to say home doesn't even feel like home anymore. Are you struggling with that at all? No. I mean, I leave the home for work, so yeah, I don't have that problem. And my kids go to school now, so it's home has feels like home to me. What about right in the middle of it when we were all working from home? Oh, back then, but see, I moved. I moved away from that house. <laughs> the home that I was trapped in, I don't have those memories because we actually did move in the middle of the pandemic. So I honestly think that helped me. Otherwise, I might feel that way. Do you feel like that, Eddie? You never stop coming in. No, I never stop. We tried to set a setup in Eddie's house. It's impossible. He has four kids that would not stop screaming. Yeah. And Eddie would be like, all right, test. We FaceTime Bones, and you're always just like, what is happening at your house? Like, no, it is normal. Not everyone's fine. The only time, too, I can safely FaceTime with Eddie when kids aren't running around is when he calls me from the toilet. And it's like, what do I want? <laughs> do I want kids running around or do I want to talk to Eddie Wise on the toilet? Your choice. Kids running around. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree with that, too. Both of you guys' birthdays are coming up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the plan? Nothing for me. I mean, Amy, what are you doing? Nothing. Nothing really, no. I mean, on the the weekend, like I'm going to go to Austin, but on my birthday, I don't know. What is your birthday? March 18th. Your birthday is 21st. Dang. That's like right-left combination on me. Yeah. It has I already, been that know, way I already for... know what I'm getting, Eddie. Oh. You do? Yeah, it's a very practical thing. Okay. And I know what Caitlin and I are getting you. Okay. So. Is it practical? No. Oh, awesome. Not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. great. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So I have the best Johnny Cash songs of all time ranked by Ranker. If they don't put Ring of Fire or I Walk the Line at number one, they're just being cool for the sake of being cool. It's got to be on the list, though. Yes. Oh, well, I y'all are the, the big Johnny Cash fans. You mm-hmm. probably know all San of San Quentin. Prison, Prison. Prison Blues. Mm-hmm. That San Quentin album's in my house now. Oh, yeah. Is it in the jukebox? Uh-huh. Woo. Listen to it all the time. Boy Named Sue. Oh, good one. On that record. Good one. Hmm. Um, 
That is saying bass. Mama saying tenor. Yeah. Good one. I'm going to Jackson. Oh, Jackson's a great one too. All right. <laughs> I got all bl- those better be on this list. All right. What's what's number five? A boy named Sue. The only recording was on this album of it. It was a live version. Oh, they never did a studio recording? I don't think so. Cool. Turn this up. How do yeah. you do? How are you gonna die? And that was just a poem written by? Shel Silverstein. That's correct. Yeah, number five. Good. What else? Number four? Hurt. Uh, I'm going to argue this one. Why? Because <laughs> it's, it's not a Johnny Cash song. It's yeah. a Nine Inch Nails cover. Cool cover. Great version of it. But a cover. Yeah, you turn it up. It's good. But I just wouldn't put that in the top 20. Okay, next. Folsom Prison Blues. Yeah. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison. And time keeps dragging on. Jam. All right, next. Uh, I Walk the Line. If it's not Ring of Fire at number one, this whole list gets thrown in the garbage. I agree. Because it has to be in the top five. I'm walking out of the sh- I'm walking off the show. <laughs> if which one isn't? If Ring, Ring of Fire is not number one, I'm walking off the show. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna Piers Morgan this thing and just quit and <laughs> walk out of here. Number one. Ring of fire. Yeah. Okay. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down. I like it when lists don't try to be too cool. Some of these award shows, some of these lists, some of these articles are like. Well, here's who we think's the greatest in 2021. And we're like, I haven't heard of three of those people. <laughs> yeah, but they're so cool. Yeah, but you don't understand. They only use five strings on their guitar. And one of them is <laughs> probably, we don't care. All right, what else you got? So would you want a bathroom in your house with no door? Um, I saw this. It's a growing trend. This house. It's like an eight or $900,000 house. And you walk in and there's a bathroom and you can just see the toilet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called the open concept bathrooms and it's a bathroom without a door. Like the toilet and the shower are just right out there on the open. No option for any privacy whatsoever. It's like prison. <laughs> it, or like my junior high. You just walk <laughs> in because they don't want people doing stuff in the bathroom that the toilets and have doors on them. Yeah, weird. I would not want that. And I wouldn't have expected in a real fancy house. Yeah, well, it is a thing. And it's, again, called open concept bathrooms. An open concept mm-hmm. bathroom for me. All right, what yeah. else? HBO Max will offer a cheaper tier sometime later this year because, quote, most people on this planet are not wealthy. And at the moment, HBO Max is the most expensive streaming service at $14.99 a month. Ooh. Yeah, they're going to offer a commercial version for cheaper. You have to pay for it, but you have to watch commercials. Yeah, it'll be ad-supported. Like Peacock, I pay for that, but it's still ad-supported too. I have to watch commercials and I pay for it. It's the <laughs> dumbest thing. I think for like a nickel more, they can take the commercials off, but I don't know how to do that. Yeah, this is going to be the first time a streaming service would be making itself cheaper. Others have always just gone up and up and up. All right. So that's exciting news for you. There you go. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Shout out to Dormice Maru. She's a 60-year-old widow who's also a part-time janitor. But what really is something she enjoys doing is feeding the hungry. And every Thursday and Friday, she borrows her church's truck to go buy groceries because she, you know, normally walks or takes the bus to get places. And her church pays for the food, relying on donations. And then she prepares meals single-handedly. And she's uh, cooked over a thousand meals for the hungry since the start of the pandemic. That's a thousand meals a week, by the way. So not total. And I just think it's really awesome that she's done this all without a car. But get this, it gets even better. She was just surprised with the new Toyota Corolla by community leaders. Dang, I thought that might be coming, but I don't want to (laughs) guess. I know. I don't want to be like, do they give her a car? 
They did though, huh? Like she has the biggest heart. She does this, and then now a thousand like a, meals a week. Her community comes back, giving her like a big old hug with a car. And I just can I throw in another part because she's from Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Uh, well, a village outside of Port-au-Prince, and she sends money home and pallets of food there to her family, friends, and neighbors so that they're able to eat as well. Again, on her part-time salary as a hmm. janitor. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey guys, thanks for hanging out. So, this is not a commercial, but we go to Sonic all the time. Kind of our spot, Caitlin and I spot. And Caitlin has created a water that is called the Bobby Water. I call it that. It's a Route 44 with ice, and there's real fruit, strawberry, and cherry, and there's nerds in it. And we just, we don't even say Bobby Water because we're embarrassed because they're not going to know what it is. We'll order it on the app, then we'll get there. Eddie went and just tried to order a Bobby Water without saying what it was. And I'm so mad because I recorded it on my phone, but I guess my Bluetooth was on, so yeah. it didn't record. It was crazy. So I ordered the Bobby Water. I just go up and say- It's not on the menu. It's not. Right. And, and I just hit the button. I say, hey, can I get a Bobby Water, please? And there was silence. And I'm like, great. Here comes the question. I'm like, what are you talking about? Bone. so I see on the screen, it says, water, strawberries, nerds. <laughs> and I'm like, this is crazy. That's crazy. I and, didn't believe it either. And so she says, anything else? And I go, how did you know what that was? She's like, we're used to it, sir. We <laughs> oh. know what that is. Other people order it. <laughs> Bones, I was shocked. Isn't that funny? It's amazing. We can't get Sonic to come on and advertise on the show. <laughs> so we just give it to him for free. You know? Pretty cool. I do love the Bobby water. Now let's go over to Amy and get the morning corny. The morning corny. What happens when you put your hand in a blender? What happens when you put your hand in a blender? You get a handshake. <laughs> oh, boy. Like a milkshake. I get it. <laughs> that was the morning corny. So here's what I found out. That Raymundo has a friend named Eric Dodd, who's a musician. True or false? True. Which, by the way, Eric Dodd's band is playing our wedding rehearsal dinner. They're putting together a whole 90s set unless they're going to do all 90s country, which is pretty cool, right? Yeah. So Eric Dodd's, and Ray's been trying to get Eric Dodd in on the show, So, but he hasn't, he hasn't come in yet to play. I don't think he's quite there yet. Getting closer, I don't think he's quite there yet. So instead, he's offering treats to people on the show if they'll bring up Eric Dodd. Huh. So, Ray, would you like to tell a story? Would you like the person to tell a story? No, it's kind of public, too. I put it on Twitter. I really just wanted to get his song played because it comes out. And I said, hey, M2, will you put it in your skinny? I'll get you Taco Bell. Whatever you want, Mexican <laughs> pizza, burrito supreme. Just throw it in there. It's very, very simple. And I don't know. I didn't really get a response from her, but that's really all I did. So you offered her Taco Bell. Yeah! Would she love Taco Bell? That's like her go-to. If she would just mention it. Morgan, did you ever think about mentioning it in the skinny? I'm going to be honest. No, I just ignored him because I was like, <laughs> this is really uncomfortable. And I'm not. There's so much music, especially coming out, that I was like, I can't include this. Like, we don't even talk about him on the show, right? Yeah, this be, doesn't feel good for me. It'd Paola? be like inner payola. Inner, I don't know. Yeah, because There's got to be some weird rule. It's not an external thing. Yeah. So Rage is trying to this, get his buddy played. Sorry, this is not a question on our test that we take. You mean the company ethics. makes us take one? Yeah. yeah. Um, Raymundo, were you disappointed when she didn't respond? Totally fine with that. Uh, I don't know. He's my buddy. Why not? I'm, I'm on a national radio show. Why not do it? That's all what I always say to myself. That's I, the best question you can ask. I tell you what. Coming up in a little bit. <laughs> Why not? Talking about. I, I will give you in like, let's see, 15, 20 minutes, I will give you a 10 question music quiz. 
Yeah! If you get seven out of ten, okay? Yeah. Oh boy. About the, the history of country. This is big. Well, there'll be pretty softball type questions about country music. Okay. If you get seven out of ten, I'll let you talk about. We'll play a hook of a song and give them a little, a little heat here yeah! on the show. But you got to get seven out of ten. I'll get that C. Yeah, seven is a C. You good job. We'll do that coming up later, okay? Yep. All right. And and no Taco Bell. You have to give me Taco Bell. He's going to answer some questions. Okay, so a marching band will play a famous song. Our goal is to name the song. But a little wrinkle this time is that you have to name the movie. Ooh. For example, this was a marching band doing Men in Black. You hear it? Yep. Oh, yeah. Here come the men, men in black. black. The one that you remember. Yeah. The good guy dressed in black. Oh, remember come on. that. Nah, that's okay. <laughs> okay, ready. These are all from movies. Name the movie. I'm playing. Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie. Marching band number one. Answer is in. Everybody's in. In. Lunchbox, what do you have? Frozen. Eddie. Frozen. Amy. Frozen. That is Let It Go from Frozen. Wow. Let it go. Let it go. Nice job. Next up, name the movie. Here you go. Okay. Lunchbox. Oh. Hold on, Amy. I haven't read anything down. Sorry. Star Wars. Star Wars. That's Star Wars, Bones. Yeah, I have Star Wars, too. Is it like the Imperial March? Yes. Darth Vader. When Darth Vader comes out, this is what they play. Is that what it's called? Imperial March? All right, next up. Everybody good? Mm-hmm. Good. You got a friend in me, Toy Story? Yeah, Toy, Toy Story. Story. Toy Story. You got a friend in me. Good. How many are there? A lot? Seven more? Okay. We'll do elimination style. All right, go ahead. It took me a minute to get that one. That was a tough one for me. Because oh, I haven't seen this movie. How, how specific do we need to be? I hope not very. Wow, me too. <laughs> Lunchbox, what do you have? Well, I know it's happy, and I don't know if it's sing or trolls. I put trolls. Well, if it's trolls, I'm wrong. 
because I have Despicable Me. It's happy. Is that from Despicable Me? That's what I have, Despicable oh. Me. Oh, I have trolls. What is it? Despicable Me? Yeah! Oh, okay. yeah. Amy and Lunchbox, sad to see you go. Hey, it's just a pleasure to play the game, man. That's why we come. We just play to come to play the game. Yeah. All right, next up. Okay. I'm in. I'm in. One, two, three. Jungle, Jungle Book. Book. Okay. That's a bare necessity. Bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your... Next up. Come on. Only like 65% though. I'm in 100. Okay. One, two, three. Trolls. trolls. Okay. That's uh, Justin Timberlake. Can't stop. Okay. How many more we got? Four more. Oh, wow. Okay. They get harder? Okay. It. You do? Yeah. Oh. Oh, come on. You saw it clicking his Got head. It. Got it. Dang. Wow, that was close, dude. Ready? One, two, three. The greatest, greatest showman. Okay. Three more. Is this including tiebreaker? Two plus one? Okay, go. I'm in. Trying to name the movie. (laughs) One, two, three. Saturday Saturday Night Night Fever. Fever. Ah! (laughs) Come on! Staying alive in the Bee Gees. Okay. This is the last one before the tiebreaker. Okay. Here we go. I'm in. Do you have it? I think. You know the song? Yeah. You know you sing the song? Oh, yeah, yeah. Phil, Phil Collins. Collins? Yeah. You know the song? Yes. You'll be in my heart? You'll be in my heart. Okay, the movie. One, two, three, Tarzan. You'll be in my heart. All right. Is this it? What's tiebreaker do, Mike? Sudden death, we get speed? Oh, speed round. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right, here we go. Bobby. George of the jungle. George. George. George of the jungle. Watch out for that tree. George. George. George of the jungle. All right. you can't be. There's a movie called George. George. I don't know. I know the song. George up for that tree. George, George, George up the jungle. Well, I don't There's think I would have gotten tree. that. Oh, you don't? Why not? Not even if I would have heard the whole song. Will you play the? <laughs> yeah. Will you play the band version? I know from the cartoon. George of the jungle, strong as you and me. George, George, George of the jungle, watch out for that tree. Dang, I thought I had a chance there. Hey, good win, Bones. Thank good you win. Very much. Play my song. Oh! You're unbelievable. 
I gotta tell you, I didn't know there was a movie either. But it's a Brendan Fraser movie from like the 90s. Oh. I remember the cartoon from like the 60s, I think. No, I mean, I wasn't born then, but I would watch it. All right, Eddie, good game, bud. Yeah, man, you too. Good win. Yeah. Dang, that was close. All right, here's the situation. We found out earlier in the show that Ray was bribing Morgan with Taco Bell, going, I'll get you a lot of Taco Bell. Just mention my friend in the skinny, which is kind of our our music report. And Morgan's like, I'm not going to do that. But Ray has a friend who has new music out. And he's not signed to a label yet, right, Ray? Correct. So you were just kind of using your influence to try to get him in the mix. Correct. Why not at least give it a shot? Did you feel like that was shady a little bit? I thought if I did it publicly on Twitter that somebody would tell me if that was illegal or something. I'd get slapped on my hand. I don't know. How did you approach her for the Taco Bell to get just back? hit her up on Twitter and I said, will you put my buddy Eric Dodd in the skinny and I'll give you Taco Bell? And then she didn't respond. No response. Now, do you have a clip of his song ready to play? I do. Okay. <laughs> Nothing can be said about him, his name, or his song unless you win this game. All right. I have 10 questions. Country music history. You should know all these. If you get 7 out of 10 right, you get to pump up your buddy. Yeah! Play a clip of his song, too. Gas right? him up a little bit and play a clip of his song. Nice. All right. Are you ready? Yes. You need 7 out of 10. <laughs> Question number one. In 1980... Which country legend had a number one hit with He Stopped Loving Her Today? He Stopped Loving Her Today, the first name that came to my mind. It's not my final answer, but I'm going to say Sammy Kershaw, but now I'm kind of thinking about it. He Stopped Loving Her Today. I've definitely loaded that clip before. I'm very familiar with it. He Stopped Loving Her Today. Give me Sammy Kershaw. Incorrect. This is going to be bad. It's George Jones. Oh. Do you know why he stopped loving her, by the way? She died. She died. He died. He died. Oh, yeah, he died. That's right. That's right. No, she died. Oh, gosh. Wait. No, if she would have died, he still would have loved her. <laughs> he died. Yeah, that's that was it. Yeah, you yeah, guys yeah, threw yeah. me off. He loved her until he, his last breath. Mm-hmm. Okay. He stopped loving her today. Romantic. Yeah. Next up, which singer famously played two live shows at Folsom Prison in 1968? Give me Johnny Cash. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. All right, right. There's one. Who wrote the song Crazy for Patsy Cline? Oh, I was going to say Patsy Cline. Uh, good gosh. Uh, I mean, it's not, it's not going to be George Jones since we just had that as an answer, but <laughs> crazy. I know there's crazy Gnarls Barkley. That's probably well after that. Uh, Patsy Cline, <laughs> it's got to be like crazy. Just give me... Uh, Johnny Cash. Uh, no, the answer is Willie Nelson. Hmm. I hate that for you, Ray. Ray, much too young to fill this blank old was the first single released by which singer? Much too young to feel this dang old. Yeah, we'll say dang. Yeah. Was the very first single released by which singer? <laughs> this is pathetic. Ray! <laughs> It's pathetic. Ray, Ray. Cause um, stop it, Amy. No, I mean Ray. Stop it, Amy. Don't, don't, don't even give him hints about how disappointed it you was. Are. The first single is what uh-huh. you said. Uh, much too old. <laughs> uh, oh, no. This is tough, bro. Yeah, is it? <laughs> I like to say. Toby Keith. Bone, stop him. I, I hope they're not listening. Oh god. This is bad. Here's the thing about Ray. Oh, man. He got bad. married 
on this guy's property. And he was there. Yeah, he was <laughs> and, at the And Garth was at the wedding. At the wedding. <laughs> Garth was sitting one, wow. one row behind us. Like, there was, oh, there was, <laughs> yeah, like, Garth was oh. at your wedding. <laughs> and there was only about 30 people at the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> including the wedding party. This and Garth Brooks was oh, one of them. That one hurt. <laughs> 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 oh, no. Ray's only one for four. If he misses another one, he's out. Right, I'm changing up the game music. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it. That'll help. Hey, Ray. There's your trouble. Cowboy, take me away. And landslide were all hits for what country music group? The Chicks. There you go. Good job. <laughs> right. Even got the new name. Ray, what does CMA stand for when it comes to the CMA Awards? <sighs> At one point, I believe they were offering me insurance. What? <laughs> we got, all got the email. I think it's part of our membership. It stands for Country Music Association. Correct. I didn't know more about this insurance. <laughs> we drop ours here. <laughs> Ray, what's the name of Dolly Parton's theme park? Just drove past it. Give me Dolly Wood. Okay, four yeah! down. Yeah! You need three in a, he needs three in a He's row. He's making a comeback. He needs nah, three in a row. Can you finish the lyric to this song? Uh-oh. Body like a back road. <laughs> oh, his favorite artist. Driving with my eyes closed. I know every curve like the back of my hand. Doing. That's uh, obviously the speed limit. Something in a third. Doing in a 30. Got to be 50 in a 30. How many times has he heard this song? No! This think? is your favorite artist. 50 in a 30? He should have put that lyric. That one <laughs> sounds better. But the whole thing's about going slow. Yeah. I mean, it sounds just like it. 15 in a 30. <laughs> Oh, no. I'm sorry, Ray. Oh. I tried. Sorry, Dodd. Yeah. <laughs> Can't play his clip, bruh. It was locked and loaded, too? It was. We had oh, it ready to man. go. I'll oh. tell you what. You can play one split second of it. This is a teaser. Go. That's enough. Wait, that's, that's all it? you got. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I mean, dang, that sounded pretty good, too. Yeah, I wish I could have heard more. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, we got to... Ray, nice job, bud. Yeah, yeah. Except not really. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Good old Norman, he's a World War II Navy veteran that just turned 94 years old. And thanks to a nonprofit that allows veterans to ride in airplanes that they used to serve. You know, so they got to put him in a Fairchild PT-26 trainer built in 1943 and take him into the sky. And he got to fly. And they said, the the organization said, this is just fantastic to see their faces when they get in these planes that they used to work on back in the day. Pretty cool. 94 years old. 94 years old. And for the nonprofit, this is their 430th flight that they've been able to take a veteran on. You know how happy this guy had to be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And mentally takes him back. And then physically, he's like, wow, I'm flying. I'm 94 years old in the air. And at 94, you're probably not even scared if you're going to crash or not. Because who cares? You're 94. <laughs> who cares? You already had a good life. <laughs> Dang, Pretty that's cool. what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. How was your weekend? It was really good. How was yours? It was good. We finished the entire season of Breaking Bobby Bones. It starts May 31st on Nat Geo and Disney Plus. And it was the only episode where I hurt myself. And I oh. won't give you many more details. Uh-oh. But it was, I was uh, climbing trees and sawing limbs from the top of trees. What's crazy is you'd think there'd be a whole system of safety. They think it's safe, but it's a rope around your waist that goes around the tree, right? So, and then you have two, a spike on each foot, and that's it. <laughs> You're slamming this side of your foot, which has spikes on it, into the tree. 
climb, climb. You take the rope from your belly, lift. That's it. And so, and then you have a chainsaw hanging from your back on a clip. That's dangerous. Yeah. (laughs) They wanted to end me with that one. You can see a picture of what went down, at least some of it, on my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. But did that, it was in Lake Tahoe, California, which I'd never been to. And a lot of people were hitting me up going, oh, wow, you're in Tahoe. I was like, yes, I landed, <laughs> went right to work in the woods, all the way, and then we left. So I didn't get to do anything cool, but it was the only episode where I got hurt. I have a real-life injury. I don't want to say much more because it kind of plays itself out on the show. Do we know what region of the body? Yeah, lower. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. oh, boy. Does yeah. it have anything to do with your knots? What? No. Knots? Okay, the knots that you had to train yourself. Oh. No, okay. I didn't hurt my knots. <laughs> Not what I meant. But, but I okay. did that, and I planned if Arkansas were to be in the championship game of the SEC tournament, I was going to go to that game on Sunday, and they didn't make it, so I was really bummed. Uh, so, but then to watch the selection show yesterday, they got a three seed, which is really great. And so I'm going to try to go to Indianapolis on Sunday if they win their first game on set. No, wait, they play. When do they play? Friday and Sunday. So let's hope we beat Colgate on Friday because Indianapolis <laughs> is just a four hour drive. I go up and watch the game, come back home. So that's kind of the plan there. But it was a good weekend. Just a big, big deal because we're done with the show. And May 31st, it starts. So How many episodes was that? 16. Oh, that's a lot. It took 16 mm. trips. And it takes three days to shoot each episode. So it's taken about six months, six, seven months to shoot the whole thing. Because I have this, this is my main job. And so there were months where I would work 30 days in a row and just be whooped. But I'm proud of it. I can't wait for you guys to see it. Since I'm not living it, I won't be talking about it as much. But... Come around May, I'll be talking about it again. But it'll be it'll be good. Can't wait. All right, let's go. Let's do the news. Bobby's Big Story. Netflix's new test to verify subscription. Hey, Mike, give me the story about the guy stabbing his. That's the story I wanted. Do you guys, guys see where this guy stabbed his buddy over the Netflix password? No. no. Oh. oh, yes, yes, yes. Was it his buddy or his relative? It's relative. Yeah. Well, first, this is the story Mike handed me, but I'll read this one first. Netflix's... New test to verify subscription credentials of users and then also bust them could, could help the subscriber account grow. But they're going to start doing that. If you're using someone's password, you're eventually not going to be able to use their passwords. You're going to have to buy your own subscription. Because right now, it's just easy to log in if you have somebody else's. Yeah. It will not be easy <laughs> to log in soon enough. They're testing. It was going to happen eventually. It's just figuring it out. You know? Here's the story I was wanting here. A guy in St. Louis stabbed his uncle on Saturday for refusing to share his Netflix password. The guy sliced off his uncle's nose with a kitchen knife and then took off. There is no word if the cops have tracked him down yet. A 50-year-old guy in St. Louis got into an argument early on Saturday when he caught his nephew trying to steal his Netflix password while he was asleep. The (laughs) uncle wouldn't share the password. The nephew grabbed the kitchen knife, cut off the nose, the, the tip part of it. So they don't know if they got him yet. That's crazy. Just give him the password. Right. Yeah, it's that easy. Well, I guess he didn't know he was going to go knife to the nose on him. Give him the password and then change it. Oh, yeah. Log in and change it. Easy as pie. Uh, Drew Brees has announced his retirement. 42-year-old Drew Brees announced that after 20 seasons in the NFL, he's done. He spent the past 15 with the New Orleans Saints. He let his kids announce it on Instagram. Here you go. After 15 years in the Saints and 20 years in the NFL, our dad is finally going to retire. So we can spend more time with us. Yay! I love that. They said, so he can spend more time with us. Yes. So cute. 
cute. They did. I think three <laughs> of them were wearing jerseys. It was a cool picture. Maybe all four were, but it was a pretty cool Instagram. Uh, and finally in the news, we'll mention a few Grammys last night. I didn't watch it. I'm kind of eh about the Grammys anymore. It's just a bunch of people in a room shaking hands and hmm. giving people the award. You know, even the nominees are all a little, a little sus, as they'd say. <laughs> um, but... Best Country Song, The High Women, Crowded Table. Best Country Album, Miranda Lambert, Wild Card. Best Country Solo Performance, Vince Gill, When Miami Prays. Best Country Performance by a duo or a group, Dan and Shay and Justin Bieber, 10,000 Hours. Best Bluegrass Album, Home by Billy Strings. That's the uh, country category. The big ones, Album of the Year went to Taylor Swift, Folklore. Record of the Year, Billie Eilish, Everything I Wanted. Song of the Year, Her, I Can't Breathe. And Best New Artist, Megan Thee Stallion. Did you watch it at all? Did not. I was watching American Idol, and I just wasn't that interested. I did get a text from one of my friends going, uh, they're performing WAP on the Grammys, <laughs> hmm. which yeah. is a pretty dirty song. Yes, it is. But, Mike, they didn't say anything, right? Did they do the Kids Bop ver- version? Wings and Pizza? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> um, is there a Kids Bop Yeah, Bob? Wings and Pizza. Oh, okay. you're serious about that. I didn't know. Isn't it Wings and Pizza and Kids Bop? Oh, WAP. Because huh. hmm. WAP... And the real version is a, is dirty. Dirty. Yeah. It's the first. Yeah. Uh-uh. You, <laughs> yeah, you can't even you go there. about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but wings and pizza. I had not heard that version. I think that's the kids' bot version. Yeah. How awkward for kids. Unless I'm just insane and I <laughs> fell for something. I definitely now that I think about it would think why would kids' bot do a version of WAP? If you guys can find that, let me know. Go over to Brandon in Ohio. What's up, man? You're on the show. Good morning, studio. Morning. Uh, I just wanted to say to my man, Lunchbox, I'm glad to hear that you're still pursuing those acting classes. Keep doing what you're doing and go get that dollar, bro. I will, dude. I mean, I'm going to be on the big screen one day soon. I hope so. (laughs) Also, Bobby, a question for you and Stanley. Go ahead. Uh, I also have an English bulldog. And whenever company comes over, she gets, like, really excited. And even, like, when the pizza man comes over, I have to put her in another room. And I'm wondering if you had that same problem with Stanley. Yeah, we still do a lot. Now, he's getting close to being two years old. What we have found works, he's not scared of anything except a tiny water bottle and me shooting it in his face. Mm -hmm. That's it. And he will chill out if I shoot him in the face with a water bottle. We've tried everything. <laughs> if he starts to get really riled up, and he'll he'll cower. He does, he's not scared of anything else, but he will cower at a little water bottle. Uh, but we still have to put him in the room if somebody comes over, at least for a while. It takes him a couple minutes to calm down. I'm allergic to Eller, which stinks. Oh. The other dog. When did you find that out? I mean, I sneeze all the time. And she's not supposed to jump up on the bed or the couch, but we're still struggling with that, and she jumps up all the time. And so when she does, it's just like, oh, just killing my sinuses. Oh, that's a bummer. But I was allergic to my other dog and just got a bunch of medicine and got over it. You have to alter the medicine? I think so. Yeah, it stinks. Uh, Brandon, I have no real real guidance to pass you except try that water bottle, man. Oh, I'm definitely going to try it. It's amazing how much it works on that guy. He's scared of nothing. (laughs) All right, see you, Brandon. Have a good day. I don't want to blame it on daylight savings time. Does anybody feel a little off? Oh, I'm so tired, dude. Okay. So tired. Like, I do feel a little bit off, (laughs) but I think it's just because I didn't sleep wonderfully last night. But I don't want to blame it on daylight savings time. 
No, this is the one you can blame. I don't. Spring forward is always rough. It's an hour early. Yeah, dude. because yeah. when you're going to bed, you lay there and your body thinks it's you know 8 p.m. But you're like, no, it's 9 p.m. It's time to go to bed. But again, still, if I'm only an hour wrong on sleep ever, I don't feel as off as I feel if it's already in my head that I should feel off. Because sometimes you're an hour off on sleep and you get to work, you're fine. I, it could be. It's mental. I, I'm with you. Here are five ways to adjust to daylight savings time. Number one, get some exercise. See, even a brisk walk can help your body crave sleep a little more and compensate for that extra hour. Number two, skip that extra cup of coffee later in the day. Do you do coffee later? No. I do my one cup in the morning and I'm good to go. Do you? No. Just now and that's it. I'm done. What stinks is, went back to my uh, food allergy the little thing we did a couple years ago. And I'm so allergic to coffee, and I'm very allergic to chai. And I was having a chai tea with espresso <laughs> with every morning. That's why my stomach was so messed up. Oh. So I've had to cut that out. Uh, next up, don't eat dinner too late. If you can, eat it a bit earlier today than you normally do. Don't drink tonight. Alcohol can help you fall asleep faster, but the quality of your sleep suffers. And then five, put your phone away. They say the blue light messes with your hormones and keeps you up, and you're already messed up anyway. So if you can, put your phone away. And then we would add a bonus one in there. Six, like mentally tell yourself you're fine. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm not fine. Uh, uh, Courtney in Tucson, Arizona. You're on the Bobby Bone Show. Courtney, what's going on? Hi. Morning, Bobby. Morning. So um, I have a question. A few weeks ago, you posted a video on your Instagram, and you didn't really address it. You just kind of posted it, and, like, nothing happened. But Amy's Coffee Cup or coffee mug, I should say, completely moved. Totally moved, out of the blue, no one touched it. And that's not even the first or second time you've posted something like that. Mm -hmm. So I need to know, like, what's going on in the studio? Well, we were talking, and Amy moves her arm and her mug moves. What happened was, and you had to really look close, she put her elbow down on a piece of paper, and her coffee mug was on that paper, and her, when she moved her elbow, the mug moved. But it looked like a ghost was in here. Oh. It took me a second, too, to watch it and go, mm-hmm. oh, it's her elbow. But so many people hit me up about that. I'm so glad she called in because I, too, saw that video and never and forgot to bring it up to you. So I com- I'm glad now we know. Because it was a mystery to me, too. I thought, oh, my gosh, like, what's happening? I thought Eddie had some special effects yeah. going on with this video. Or- <laughs> there are no ghosts in here. Okay. It, it was Amy's elbow. All right, All right. Courtney. Sounds good. Thank right. you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Alan Jackson sells his home for $19 million. They have sold their incredibly lavish Nashville area estate for $19 million. Uh, it's on a hill. It's pretty cool. Five bedrooms, Beautiful. eight bathrooms, 22,000 square feet. Oh my. It's in Franklin, Tennessee. They had asked for $23 million. They got 19 If you wonder how much rent or mortgage payment that would be, it would be $82,000 per month. Jeez Louise. Oh. Which is insane. <laughs> but, you know, they got a pool, a pool house. Well, they don't anymore. They sold this one. I'm sure they bought something cool. Uh, the Stunning Mansion, 4.29 acres. Uh, I mean, it's just like something you drive by and go, who lives there? Mm-hmm. And you see it far in the distance. Caitlin and I will do that. We'll drive. Before driving down south, there'll be these massive houses far away. And you're just like, what do they do for a living? Yes, I wonder that. There's lots of people. How do you peop- get that money? I drive down some roads. I'm like, what do all these people do? And where does all this money come from? Right. Mm. And then I start thinking about money, like, uh, too much and how it's all crazy, how it all works anyways. How we keep up with it. How it's even, what, what is it even? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, because you saw the house? Well, no, I just, I just try to start thinking about it. Tom Cruise places his rustic and secluded Telluride, Colorado ranch on the market. $40 million. Wow. That's like two Alan Jacksons. Yeah. And this is just one of his houses? Yeah, and it's just like Colorado house. It's not even his New York or his L.A. house. How old do you think Tom Cruise is? Uh, 57. Yeah, 58. Oh. All of our stars are getting old, which means we're getting old too. (laughs) Uh, Tom Cruise is looking to get rid of this place. $39.5 million for the 320-acre property. Now, you wouldn't wouldn't be able to see this house. There's no driving by and going to wonder. You just don't even know it's there. The seven-bedroom, nine-bathroom ranch is tucked away in the mountains. Who could even buy this? Like who? And how do you get in to look at this? Do you have to show them your bank account to get in to go look at this place? I just want to see the people who are lined up to go take a look to see if they maybe even want to buy it. <laughs> There's a account on TikTok where the guy goes up to people with famous, big, you know, fancy cars, and it's like, hey, what is this? What do you do for a living? And he's pretty, <laughs> he's pretty famous yeah, now, and I people like that. people recognize him. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, uh, you know, a badge of honor if he comes up to you in your car. That's funny. But you can't really do this at houses or you get shot. <laughs> you can't go to the door. Or you can't get up to the door at all. Oh, I want to go to his TikTok. I'm curious to see what people say they all do. All sorts of stuff. Yeah, a lot of them are just in finance. A lot of finance. Somebody even's like, I own a, sh- a shoe store, like a chain of shoe stores. And one girl was like, yeah, my husband's rich. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But he does them all the time. Do you know I made $5 off TikTok? I saw that. And I guess you, so you just, you signed up to be eligible to get paid or what? Yeah. And uh, then what are you getting paid from though? Views. That's it? Yeah. It's like a profit sharing. TikTok has it. I had no idea. But YouTube does it as well, where if you put up YouTube videos and people watch it and they're ads, they, YouTube pays you because you just make people watch an ad. Same thing with when you open TikTok, there's a little ad in the beginning. You know, you guys open, right? Yeah. Yes. So what happens is they distribute that money and people gets paid. Wow. And I made $5. I saw Mike D help you like on Friday or whatever. So over the weekend, like, one clickety-click and that's it? Well, it took like five clickety-clicks. Oh. <laughs> but still. But I mean, imagine if you had clickety-clicked before, yeah. way before. Well, I don't go super viral on TikTok. I have about 400,000 followers, but still, not as big as Instagram or anything. It's a little mailbox money. You're TikToking no matter what. <laughs> Yeah, pretty nice. I'll tell you. Awesome. I don't even have TikTok app anymore. TikTok's been my favorite. By the way, I've been TikToking before TikToking was cool. Yeah, you can remember back. I was like, guys, it's all here. This is the funniest stuff. Um, but I'm over there too, Mr. Bobby Bones. I did put up a story yesterday about an artist that I got in trouble for bringing in. You can go see that story if you want. Back in 2013, we had an artist. And I was like, man, I'm such a big fan of this artist. But he was just a songwriter, really. He was putting out his first single. And I had him in, and my boss was like, hey, you can't put him on the air anymore. And I was like, what do you mean you can't put him on the air anymore? He's like, our corporate bosses said you can't put him on. And I was new here, and so I put him on again. You can see the whole story up on my TikTok. And make me some more, maybe get another dollar. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Man, if I do like 19 million more of those dollars, I can get Alan Jackson's wrench. Uh, the guy's name is It's Daniel Mack. The, on, the car, on, guy. car guy? Yeah. He goes, okay. if they're in a fancy car, he just goes up to them and be like, hey, what, what, what do you do for a living? It's pretty funny. But he has 19.5. He's making more than $5 for sure. (laughs) I saw this over the weekend. I was shushed by Kane Brown's wife, Caitlin Brown. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Did you see this? I saw. Somehow I clicked on her stories from somewhere else, and she was trying to do a story and talk, and then her car radio came on, and it was you doing a commercial. (laughs) And she's like, oh, the radio. And she turned you down. Yeah. Here you go. Here's a clip. I really wanted to make sure that everybody could wear these. Not only that, the one that I was just wearing, 
in the Guaranteed post. offer means you can sell your house for top dollar with no claims okay, or showing. Okay, sorry, I just got in my car. <laughs> the one that I'm wearing, it's a string bikinis. Come on, Kayla Brown. <laughs> So I'm just funny. doing my job here. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's awesome. She's listening to the show, though. Who knows what she's listening to? She just got in her car, and it's on the radio Well, station. somebody was listening to the show then. Yeah, it may just be a or collection of my best best commercials. <laughs> like your greatest hits. That's oh, awesome. She may I'm have that sure. on CD. What commercial was I doing there? I thought it was Gary Ashton. Yeah, was it? Sure. Ray, hit that again. I really wanted to make sure that everybody <laughs> could wear these. Not only that, the one that I was just wearing... Guaranteed offer means you can sell your house for top <laughs> yeah. dollar. Oh, listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. whomever was listening to that was jamming out to something. <laughs> you know how you turn your, you're, you pull into the driveway, your car's blasting your song, and you just turn your car off? <laughs> I love that. And, and then you, you get, get back in, in you're like, <laughs> So loud. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, Caitlin Brown, I will accept an apology. Next commercial you hear, turn it up and let it play, all on your story. Uh, a drunk passenger faces a quarter million dollar fine for a behavior he claims he does not remember. A passenger flying does not remember when he got aggressive towards a member of the fight crew, or flight crew, excuse me. Unfortunately for him, his actions have violated federal law, several years of jail time, hefty fine. He admits he got drunk, had several beers, got onto the plane. He fell asleep and awoke to flight attendants yelling at him for being drunk. While he was passed out, he allegedly struck a flight attendant who asked him multiple times, hey, what's up? While you're sleeping, you got to have a mask on. He doesn't remember any of it, or so he says. Hmm. Well, right. Suspect, right? <laughs> but imagine that's true. That's why I wouldn't take sleeping pills on an airplane anymore. I don't want to get up and be in handcuffs. And they're like, I'm like, what happened? They're like, well, sir, you took your pants off and pooped in the aisle. Stop. And I'm like, what? That doesn't I don't remember happen. that. I don't, but that would not happen to you. I, listen, it- I did stuff on sleeping pills when I was on them. I didn't remember. I just, I just did. There were times where I would be on Instagram or on FaceTime and I'd wake up and I would see that I'd you know, FaceTime people and talk to them. Didn't remember the conversation. Didn't you buy stuff too? I did all, Eddie, yeah. <laughs> I did all kinds of stuff on sleeping pills. I was really struggling at one point and I was like, the only way I'm going to sleep. And then I would take them and I wouldn't go to sleep. And then when I would fall asleep, just mayhem would happen. Mm. I don't know about this guy. He says he doesn't remember. Do we believe him? No. For being drunk. No. You ever been so blackout drunk, Eddie, you don't remember? Totally. Mm. Yep. Yeah, but this but guy- isn't it on you to not get that drunk if you're going on an airplane? Absolutely. There's it's no like, excuse. It's like murdering someone, but you don't remember because you were on, taking something. Well, you still shouldn't have taken the thing that blocked you from remembering if you murdered somebody. Right, but that's not the question. The question is, do you believe that he did not remember? I, I'm torn. <laughs> yeah, I no, know, I don't think that he had that much to drink in the airport to where he would black out. Because you can't drink on planes anymore, right? I don't know. Right, they don't hand out alcohol right now. With there's the, no service because of COVID. But you can drink before you get on the yeah, plane. Yeah, but I mean, he would have to have a significant amount in the airport. Obviously, he was functioning enough to like go through security, board the plane, figure out his ticket. I just don't think he was that drunk. But imagine, though, you don't remember, and now you could go to jail, and you got a qu- quarter million dollar fine? Oh, yeah, no, I mean, stick to that story for sure, but, <laughs> but I don't believe it. Uh, movie Mike's Movie Podcast. You guys check it out. This week, Mike is talking about actors who were told they would never make it. For example, Paul Bettany, who plays Vision in, in Avengers and WandaVision, mm-hmm. was told, hey, your career's over, you're done in Hollywood, and then he landed the role of Vision. Another one's Brad Pitt. They said, hey, if you don't take acting lessons, you're never going to be an actor. So check out Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. I'm getting a vaccine today, by the way. That's awesome. Yeah. I had to get a doctor's note in case they challenge me, I'm which sh- they won't. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be fine. Under what we have here, I medically now qualify. 
So just in case, God, I don't want to walk up all vibrant and young, you know. <laughs> you, what are you going to limp? You know, no, 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 I'm saying I don't want to walk up as vibrant and young as I am, you know. And they're, <laughs> yeah, 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 they're probably like, you. "How's this guy? This guy, there's no way." I got a, my note from my doctor. Boom, saying he may look vibrant and young, <laughs> but inside. But yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was your Instagram where I saw you had a picture of your dad up in high school. Yes, 1959, 1960. I was going through those yearbooks from Dilly, Texas. And it's not weird to you to say that your dad was hot? Well, I don't. I, no, he was. I flipped through. He was the mo- He's the best looking person. Why are you person. stammering so much? Because it feels weird. And I don't know if I'm just saying it because he's my dad, but I don't think I am. I feel like I was looking objectively and was able to say out of everyone there, like I would pick out the most handsome person, and it was him. It, I was kind of shocked he didn't win most best looking. Some other guy did. My dad was way better looking. I just shocked how cute he was. Like, <laughs> oh I'm for sure if I was in high school and he was, I would have. Oh, stop it. See, no, 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 see, now that's too far. Do you think that whatever this Freudian thing, because I think my mom was hot when she was younger. Oh, so was mine. <laughs> yeah. My mom was, like, smoking. Do you think it's just because we come from them and we're kind of attracted to what we somewhat are? That's what I want to know. Huh. I don't know. I mean, I could show you the picture and see if you think he's well, hot. I saw it on your Instagram. So what'd you think? Good looking? I just know your dad. Right. And it's just interesting to see someone old, I know. Young. They look so different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. Would you have dated him? Yes, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I wouldn't have yelled that yes that quick if you asked me, but... <laughs> But yeah, is it is it still up on your page? Was that on story or was it on? No, I put feed? well, I did some stories, but then I decided to put it up on my feed. Okay. I said I asked if it was weird that I thought he was attractive. My sister was the first person to reply. She's like, "Yes, weird." <laughs> and I'm like, "Are you kidding? You know he's hot." Appreciate you guys. We will see you on Tuesday. Bye, everybody. Yeah. BobbyBones.com.